And right before the message, I've got two good songs queued up here. I've got Joyful Noise singing one entitled, But God. And then I've got Joshua Shepherd singing, He's All I Need. Then the message from the Word of God. Well, it is time to look into the Scripture again. We are starting a sermon today from Revelation chapter number 21. We're going to start reading in verse 23, read down through the end of the chapter, verse 27. So Revelation 21, verse 23 through 27 for our text, for our message today and the next few days. Now, I'm preaching on this subject. I've titled it, Are You in the Book? Are you in the book? This is part of our RUN series, as I preached it a few nights in a row here at the Island Ford Baptist Church. And so this is the third sermon in this series. First one was entitled, Are You In? And then the second one, just entitled, In the Family. I could have said, Are You In the Family? And then now on this series, Are You In the Book? So I hope you'll stay tuned and enjoy the message as it was preached live from the pulpit of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. Revelation chapter 21, verse 23, the Bible says, And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon to shine in it. For the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. Well, we can rejoice. We know what that's talking about. That's talking about home for us. We've never seen it, we've never been there, but our citizenship is there, and we're headed there one day, amen? Verse number 24, and the nations of them which are saved, there's the key, which are saved shall walk in the light of it, and the kings of the earth do bring their glory and honor into it, and the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day. For there shall be no night there, and they shall bring the glory and honor of the nations into it. And there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth, neither whatsoever worketh abomination or maketh a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. I want to preach on that last phrase there about the names that are written or which are written in the Lamb's book of life. So we see here that it's blatantly obvious to me that the deciding factor about who goes to the lake of fire, who goes to the eternal city, the deciding factor is based on whether or not they are in the book based on whether or not their name is written in the book. Amen. And that's what I want to preach on today. Amen. I want to preach on being in Christ means we're in the family of God, and it means we are in the book. Amen. Thank God. So allow me, if you will, just to point out three main points of interest and probably not be very long. Let me mention three things. First of all, I'll mention the books. Books, plural. Revelation 20, verse 12, he talks about, uh, the, the books were opened. The books, and they're judged out of the books, the things that were written in the books. You see that again and again in the text that we read there, Revelation chapter 20. Now, I've heard all kinds of declarations about what these books might be. And by the way, it's supposition. 
particularly because it's not spelled out in particular. Uh, but the books that would be opened at the great white throne judgment. I have actually myself speculated that it might be the 66 books of the Bible. God's going to judge us based on what He said. Not based on what we said. But Lord, search the book again. I thought my name was there. Doesn't matter what you thought. Doesn't matter what you said. Lord, I told everybody I saved. It doesn't matter what you said. It's what's in the book. It's what's in the book. And I've wondered if it might be those 66 books of the Bible. And by the way, that is what God's going to use and base His judgment on. Amen. What He said in the Bible. But I've also wondered if these books might not represent our individual lives. I've based that thought on the fact that God talks about a book of remembrance. You don't have to turn there. I'll read it to you. Malachi chapter 3 verse 16. You probably remember this from our study of the book of Malachi back a few years ago. Malachi 3.16, Then they that feared the Lord spake often one to another, and the Lord hearkened and heard it. Look, and a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord and that thought upon his name. It appears to me that God deputized a book of remembrance to be written and kept for his perusal. He would look through it at his times that he'd like to do that for those who feared the Lord and who thought upon His name. I was thinking about that, just uh, going along with that theory. Just recently I read in a book by Guy H. King. He wrote this book back in uh, 1948 entitled, the book just entitled Brought In. Brought In. And I, it's, I'm using some of those thoughts in, in this message. But here, he based the supposition, he believes that each of these books represents individual lives that there's a book of all of of each of our, I should say it that way, each of our lives. And here's where he bases that on. If you will turn, you can see back in Psalm chapter number 90. Psalm chapter 90 and verse number 9. Psalm 90 and verse number 9. He's talking about God dealing with our sin. He said earlier in this, about a, a, a thousand years and thy side is but yesterday. So, and, and Peter used that to talk about a day with God says a thousand years, a thousand years says one day. That doesn't mean that each day represents a thousand years. That really represents the fact that time doesn't mean much to God. God's not bound by time. Amen. But when he's dealing with that, we think about the end times and he talked, he goes talking about our iniquities, verse number eight. Thou hast set our iniquities before thee, our secret sins in the light of thy countenance. In other words, you know everything about us, Lord. Look at verse number nine. Here's why. For all our days are passed away in thy wrath. We spend our years as a tale that is told. What's that talking about? That's talking about a book. My life is like a book before you, God. You read it. You know the beginning. You read it. You know the end. God, you know all about me. My life is like a book. Amen. My life is like a book. And so, Mr. King said this. I wrote this quote down because I thought it was very good. He said, quote, It is as if in the working out of our lives, we were automatically writing it all down in a book. You've heard people talk about, and I'm going to stop just a minute from his quote. I'll get back to it. You've heard people say that when they come near death, have a near-death experience, they said, it's like my whole life flashed before my eyes. You know who recorded that, don't you? You did. You recorded it. Your mind recorded those things. And God's going to bring something out of the grave, and God's going to use something, amen, in the judgment 
And I, here's what I believe. Our own mouth will condemn us for our sins. Amen. Let me get back to his quote. He says, quote, It is as if in the working out of our lives, we were automatically writing it all down in a book. Every year a chapter. Every day a page. Every hour a line. We begin to write long before our little fingers can hold and handle a pencil. And in between page one and the end, all will be recorded. All the good, all the bad. And when it is completed, it will, as it were, be placed on the shelves of God's library of biography, awaiting the opening day. John said, I saw a bunch of books there. I saw books. I put in the word bunch. I saw books there. And they're judged out of those books. Amen. Now, speaking about books and thinking about biographies, that's the idea of that. You know, I love books and, and uh, have a lot of, of thoughts about that. We've all read biographies. And by the way, I, I encourage you to do so. I encourage you to read uh, good biographies. Amen. We've read biographies of great men and great women. Sometimes we've wondered how accurate they really are. Amen. Sometimes we wonder if things have been written down and recorded accurately. Amen. Perhaps the writer has been prejudiced by withholding bad information or equally prejudiced by withholding good information. You do need to know who's writing the book to know a little bit about what to believe about the history that they record. Amen. We wonder if the facts had been exaggerated. By the way, every biography you read is condensed because it cannot contain and contain and detail all the life. It's all condensed. Things had to be skipped over. Not everything could be recorded. But in God's book of remembrance, everything will be recorded. Every deed done. Every word said, every idle thought our Lord said. We're even going to give an account of our idle thoughts, Matthew 12, 36. Amen. We're going to give an account of every idle word, everything that we've said and done. That's how precise the judgment's going to be. It's written down and God has the books. Amen. God's a bookkeeper. And he's got those books. Now, let me think about this book of our life just a minute. And, and I'll not, I'll, I'll try to be quick with this point and get on to the others. The book of our life, number one, will be a complete story. It will be a complete story. I said that biographers, they, they don't record everything. They, they may record all they can find about an individual. But God's fixed it so that his book contains it all. Amen. It'll be complete. He knows everything about us. He doesn't skip years or months or even days. He records it all. Amen. He won't spice it up. He won't spruce it up. And He won't make it up. Amen. It's going to be detailed. It's going to be complete. Amen. Now, secondly, not only is it a complete story, and I've already touched on that a little bit, but it's a, it, it could very well be a condemning story. A condemning story. You remember John the Beloved talked about in, in 1 John talked about the, the possibility of being ashamed before him at his coming. I'm preaching to people that more than likely there's some things back in your past that you'd rather wasn't recorded in the book. 
Amen. The books will contain the unadulterated truth about the life we've lived. Amen. The decisions we've made. It will detail our religious life, our Bible reading, our prayer life, our testimony as a witness for Christ. It will detail our moral life, the language we've handled, the flirting or lack thereof. Amen. Our faithfulness to our spouse or lack thereof. Our honesty on the job. Our treatment of our fellow man. It will detail all these facts. Our moral life, our religious life. And it will detail our private life. What we've watched, read, looked at, thought of. And on and on you go. Amen. I wonder how will your story read on that day. What will it be? What will it be? You remember Chick Track, first one I ever saw, and I think it was their original one, came out, This Was Your Life. And the story there is of a man that I think it's a dream, if I remember right. And he dies and he sees his life portrayed on the wall. Well, I don't know how accurate that is, but I think it could very well be. It looks like this is the uh, the premise of what's going on here. And your life will be a, or your book, excuse me, your book will be a complete story. Your book could very well be a condemning story. But the third thing, your life could be a cleansed story. A cleansed story. I'm not talking about turning over a new leaf. I'm talking about having pages washed with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm talking about having our sins washed away by the precious blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I've read that many countries have uh, what, they have a book of records. England's particular book, Britain's particular book is called the Doomsday Book. It has a record of all the property in England. And a record of all the taxes, the same thing. Uh, France has such a book called the Domesday Book. But the, the idea of them all is the fact that it's a book that has everything recorded and they're going to keep that book, they're going to keep it accurate, they're going to keep it up to date right to Doomsday. That's the idea. Right to the end of things. But here's what I, I read this, and, and it, it blessed me when I read it, that... Uh, in, in the, France has one such book, the, the Domesday book, that they record every town and every district and the taxes that are owed from that town or district. The taxes that are due to be paid. But I read that if you'd go to look at that book, turn to the page allotted for the village of Domremy. Dom, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Domremy, Domremy, something like that. You'd find written across the page for that village in red ink, it's written these words, taxes remitted for the maid's sake. You know what happened in France, in the history of France? There was a woman we know as Joan of Arc. You remember that name? A woman by the name of Joan of Arc that gave a glorious military victory for France over the British and because of that, they they gave her many honors. And one of her honors was that her whole district was free from taxes forever. Amen. But here's what I got to thinking about. I wonder if on mine and your page, if there in our book, if there might be a page in which it's written in red letters that says, paid for by the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Sins forgiven because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Sins remitted for Christ's sake. Amen. That's what it ought to be. Our book could be 
a cleansed page. Amen. First John chapter 2, verse number 12, John says this, I write unto you, little children, because your sins are forgiven you for His name's sake. Amen. It's not works of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy, it's because of Jesus, amen, that He saved us. Amen. 1 Corinthians 9, or 6, verses 9 through 11. We know this verse, these verses well. He says, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners, shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. But ye are washed, hallelujah, But ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Amen. Amen. I do believe that there may very well be a book written for each of us. And I hope it's a cleansed story. Amen. And that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. So we're going to have to break in the message right there. But Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow and continue this message Hope you'll tune in this same time every Monday through Friday for another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. Until then, this is Pastor Farrell Shepherd saying good day and God bless you.